Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's time to place your bets. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. And it's Thursday. You know what that means. It's time to look at the best sides and totals for Week 9 in the NFL. We've got some international flavor back. we got some teams on by. So a shorter main slate of games to look at from a wagering perspective. But that doesn't matter. It still has lots of our attention, as does, of course, our famous uh co-host here andrew erickson uh fresh out of the courtroom right here uh they dismissed him they said erickson you're too famous to be here we can't possibly have you on a jury because we need you to go ahead and make sure that you're giving all of the best adjudications you can in terms of the wagering on nfl and of course the host of mean streets chris meany right here from ftn uh you are from the mean streets of uh, Ontario. How mean does it get up there? Because I grew up on the Gambino crime family block in Brooklyn. So I don't know what it's like there for you out in Ontario. Was it as dangerous as my block was growing up? <laughs> no, not too bad. Not too bad. And you get your, you, you know, your few bums, but everybody's pretty friendly uh, in Ontario. So it's, it's nothing too bad, man. Happy to be here with you guys. What a crazy week. Like yeah. there are three matchups. I mean, that are just top notch matchups, right? Like Allen versus Burrow and Buffalo and, and Cincinnati and then Hertz and Dak, which we didn't get last year in Philly and, and Dallas. And then the game in Germany, you mentioned overseas between Tua and Mahomes. And then there's just a lot of mediocre playoff quarterback <laughs> position and that. a lot of totals that are at 36, 37. There's like most of the totals are 40 and below. So uh, my projections are already in the red. So it should be a fun week. Eric said, I'm glad Chris brought it up because that's what I've been thinking too. It's like we have a few really giant marquee games. And then the rest of them, it's almost like you don't want to watch unless you want to look at car wrecks and things like that, because it could be like that. I know Levis had some fun moments last week, but I don't know if that's going to continue. Taylor Heineke taking over. I mean, so many quarterbacks that aren't playing or downgrades a quarterback. It is a bizarre week nine from that perspective. And in terms of totals, don't you think? Yeah, smells like a... Uh eight leg under parlay is in the cards for this week. And I'm just going to go do something else. There you go. Uh, life is too short for the under says Scott Bogman, our good friend, but maybe not this week. <clears throat> maybe, maybe this is the week for some unders. Ah, I was so happy with that jets giant under last week. Oh my God. It was so fun to watch. Just miserable, awful, lock it up money. So good. Also, uh, before we get to the picks of the week, I want to uh, shout out a big winner of the show here who won the Robert Tunyon, Chicago Bears autographed jersey. Yes, that Robert Dunyan. I'll tell you who. It's Lex Joseph. Congratulations, Lex Joseph. No, it wasn't Joseph Pizapia. I tried to win. They told me I couldn't. Uh, but you can hit us up at mailbag at fantasy pro, excuse me, mailbag at fantasypros.com with your mailing address and proof of your subscription to the betting pros YouTube channel. And we will get that Jersey shipped out to you again, Lex Joseph. Congratulations. You're the big winner. Hit us up at mailbag at fantasypros.com and a new giveaway for you right now. One year free premium upgrade to betting pros right now. All you have to do is drop a comment below. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at betting pros. That's it. You're done. And then, of course, turn on that little bell till it goes ding. So you know every time a piece of content drops. And so we can notify you if you're the big winner of this one year free premium upgrade to the betting pros product tools. The best betting tools on the history of the planet. Of course, bet smarter, not harder. Let's talk about some bets. And. Chris Meany, you're our guest. So let's go first. Week nine in the NFL. What do you have for the people? 
I'm going to start with the Saints, and this number has moved a little bit. I see seven and a half over at Caesars at minus one ten. I see some eights, eight and a half. So it could get up to nine and a half, but I do think the Saints against the Bears will win this game by double digit points. I'm more impressed with their defense than their offense, even though Derek Carr has three games in a row with 300 passing yards and Taysom Hill. It's not just a Peyton thing; he is a thing. You know, he's running routes, he's throwing passes, he's rushing touchdowns. Seen some inconsistencies there from Chris Olave, but Rashid Shahid, you know, in a dome, you know, a speedster. Kamara's catching passes. Jamal Williams is back. So the offense seems like maybe they're starting to hit a stride. And they're up against the Bears, who have allowed the, their top 10 in yards allowed per game, the third most passing yards per game, fifth highest completion percentage against two opposing quarterbacks. They're 29th in total DVOA, 27th um, offensively. So they can't move the ball themselves and they can't stop anybody. But it's more about this Saints defense for me. A 57% completion percentage to opposing quarterbacks. It's the second best mark in football. The fifth fewest yards allowed. The seventh fewest passing yards allowed. They're eighth in total DVOA. Ninth against the pass. New Orleans is a tough place to play. They can get some pressure on the quarterback. And, you know, Tyson Bajan, he's in a tough spot. But he's not showing me a whole lot. I know one touchdown, three picks, six yards per attempt. So I've, I've liked some things that he's done. Just can't trust him in this spot. So it's weird to back the saints <laughs> by more than a touchdown because they haven't scored a lot no, of points this year, but I think the defense will set them up in some spots, maybe uh, to win this game by 10 or 14 points. Yeah. I've seen a lot of eight and a half too. So you can lock in that seven and a half. Go for it. Uh, are you still in on the eight and a half? If that's what it lands on by the time people get yeah. the podcast, I take anything as high as nine and a half. I okay. think they win by 10. That's the important thing that's what we need to know the most of uh so there you have it everybody uh let's go to you erickson give us uh, something you're in on for week nine in the nfl carolina panthers give me <laughs> the carolina panthers back-to-back weeks home under did we not watch what happened last week when they we won did. outright well, you, against the houston texans right. so you're letting and, it ride huh you're that guy you won no, and now a, you're letting it ride the beginning of a new streak a streak of carolina panthers winning football games because when they open up the season they had a tough schedule. They were playing a lot of tough teams on the road. They only played two home games. And what do you know? We're starting to see them play a little bit better. Bryce Young coming off a career best in terms of PFF passing grade. Highest passer rating of his NFL career. You know, coincides with Thomas Brown taking over as the offensive play caller. Like, I don't know why. What, what have the Colts done with Gardner Minshew that are like, oh, yeah, they should be favored on the road, like by a field goal? Like, the Colts? You know, the team that plays the most chaotic football I've ever seen where Gardner Minshew is the most turnover worthy played quarterback. Like, yeah, it's fun to play Colts games because I, I like the over in this game too, because Gardner Minshew either throws a pick six, like you get reds and opportunities. <laughs> it, it gets all over the place. Like the Colts are like a fun team to watch and play because all their games are becoming shootouts. But in this spot where I get plus two and a half with Carolina at home, I want to take them outright to win again. Like, why not? Like I was afraid of the Texans more than I am the Colts. And it's the exact same number. So so for me, I think that we're starting to see the Panthers offense kind of come together. You talked about how good Bryce Young and effective he was last week. Revenge game for Frank Reich against his old team, the Indianapolis Colts. So I just want to throw that in there as well. And the fact that Carolina is 2-1 and one against the spread at home. Like they've already been a team that's shown that they can play much better at home, winning outright at home last week. So I just don't think there's enough respect given them. I think looking at last week, oh, it was a fluke. You know, they won on a field goal at the end of the game. It's like, no, like they were going to win that game. So I think Carolina's in a good spot here at Moneyline. You know, get in while the getting's good. Carolina. Plus 120 over on DK for that money line. And that over, if you like it, is at 43 and a half on FanDuel. That's 
over on betting pros right now. And that's why you use betting pros. You can find all these best lines wherever you're going. I also kind of like Chuba Hubbard running the football a little bit more for this team. Andrew, what do you think about that too? I think a little bit of physicality, a little something extra. I think that Miles Sanders wasn't delivering in the backfield. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I mean, I think Miles Sanders is being exposed as, yeah, you know, it's easy to run for five yards per carry behind the Eagles offensive line and mm. not so easy when you don't have the Eagles offensive line. Well, if anybody knows that, it's Eagles <laughs> fan Chris Meany. That's for sure. He yeah. knows all about that offensive line. All right, Meany, let's go back to you for another pick for week nine. What do you win on this week? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not really feeling this Packers squad. And I know Matthew Stafford is very questionable to play at the moment. And they, Sean McVay said yesterday on Wednesday that, you know, he was, they weren't going to place him on IR. He was day to day and maybe he would play that he wasn't going to practice. I mean, we all know Matthew Stafford's pretty tough. I mean, he, he powers through a, a lot over the course of his career. And even if he just have 45, since it's a Jake, I just need 45% of that strength in his right thumb to go out there and beat Jordan love and the Packers. That's it. This is really about Jordan love. I have not been impressed at all with this green Bay offense. Jordan love at 50%, 57% completion rate. It's among the lowest marks in football. You got two, two quarterbacks in Cleveland, Brian Hoyer, like that's it that's the list um that he's better than and then 6.4 yards per attempt guys like mac jones zach wilson daniel jones tyson bajan these are guys that just have a lower mark than him can't get the ball to christian watson don't know what's going on with uh aaron jones aj dylan these guys are it's in a little bit of a committee not seeing a whole lot from from either of them so far this season and maybe the rams will just lean on the ground game if it's ripen how much worse can he be than Jordan Love? So plus three and a half here for the Rams. Keep this as a field goal game. Maybe you wait this one out until Friday and see what happens. If there's no Stafford, the line maybe moves to four and a half, five. I would still like the Rams in that spot. And if there is Stafford, I'm going to jump on the money line. It's currently plus 145. I think if I'm looking for an upset, I know that the Rams got smacked in the mouth by the Cowboys last week. Let's give them credit. Uh, I'm going to take LA here plus three and a half. And it's mostly just because of Jordan Love and the inexperience with the offense and the play calling at the moment in Green Bay. On Monday, this was one of my favorite games to bet early because I felt like, look, if you get the opportunity where Stafford plays, you're going to get great value here. So jump on the three and now it's moved to three and a half. We'll see where it moves. And of course, this is why you set those game notifications and the line uh, alert app uh, on, on BP to make sure you're following when these lines move so you can wait and bet it at the proper time. But I was between the two cheese heads, Sam Hoppen and Pat Fitzmorris, and they echo your sentiments about Jordan Love, that he has fallen short, you know, of expectations so far this year. So like you, I I'm looking at this for an opportunity for the Rams who've, you know, kind of, you know, gotten their butt handed to him last few weeks. I think this is a get right game for them. I think this is perfect too, because I feel like the market is soured on the Rams. They were kind of like, oh, maybe the Rams are going to be good. They're going to get Cooper Cup back. Maybe we're going to see Then they lose a couple games and all of a sudden everyone sours on them on the road. I think it's an interesting upset too. I agree. Trader Russell with Douglas too. Like, so yep. it's, a, yep. it's a spot where if Stafford can play, maybe he, we can get that Cooper Cup game, which hasn't been there the past couple weeks. Nope, uh, it hasn't, but it's going to come around sooner or later. All right, let's go back to you, Erickson. Give us uh, another thing you're in on for week nine. Yeah, I do want to throw in a stat, though, about the Packers offense overall. You look at they are dead last in first half points per game, number one in second half points per game. Like, it's so bizarre how the coaching staff basically is going in like, okay, we don't know what we're doing on offense, like to start the game. Yeah. And I think that that's also been a big reason why Jordan Love has been so bad. Um, so well, that sounds wanted, uh, like a hearty like a, endorsement of betting the money is line. The, uh, the first half. <laughs> the under portal. in the first half. Yeah, yeah they put a slow oh, pace yeah. too, right? Yeah. yeah. 
I was going to say, yeah. or just, you know, first half money line yeah. for the Rams. I mean, that yeah. sounds like a great way to attack this game too. Yeah. So see, this is why you listen to the show. This is why you subscribe because this is the great <laughs> opportunity to do these things. So. We're breaking down the games. We're doing all this. I'm trying to find the line on that. While I look for that, give us another one of your picks. Yeah, I wanted to add that in because mine is going to be brief here with uh, the Giants and the Raiders uh, going under 37 and a half. Um, look, look, Aiden O'Connell is going to start for the Raiders. Uh, I think Daniel Jones is going to start for the Giants. Maybe uh, we'll see. It's not going to be Tyler Taylor because he was in the hospital. Maybe it'll be Danny DeVito, Tommy DeVito. I don't know. Some guy with the last name DeVito is going to start maybe for the Giants. Either way, these two teams have just both been under machines. Raiders 6-2 and two towards the under. Giants 7-1 and one towards the under this season. I really don't think you need much more analysis than that. I mean, both teams want to feature their running backs. Like if they could come away with this game, 30, 30 touches for Josh Jacobs, 30 touches for Saquon Barkley, both offenses would be like, you know what? Today was a good day at the office. Like that's what we want to happen. But as we know, giving the ball to your running back doesn't necessarily translate into actual real life points. So for me, I think you bet the under here and uh, you move on. Throw in shade at my countrymen. Tommy DeVito. By the way, he's got the bling, the big TD necklace. Have you seen that? Pretty cool. Did see that. The after pride what, after of Syracuse. Negative one yards. Or I'm saying, like, Tommy DeVito, had, look, he was fun to watch at Syracuse and he transferred to Illinois. And I remember watching him at Syracuse going, man, if this kid could actually play in a good team, I think he could be a decent quarterback. But to your point, he's not ready for prime time by any stretch of the means. So that would be a bad scenario uh, for sure. By the way, I got the number here. Rams uh, for the uh, first half uh, to be the winner, plus 134, you're getting that number. Maybe attack that game that way and then just get out, wipe your hands <laughs> of the situation, and you move on. Move on. And you let yeah. the Packers figure it out maybe in the second half and maybe it gets close. That way you don't have to sweat it out. That's the idea there. And don't forget, too, uh, as we're talking about all these pieces on the BP app, now's the time if you haven't to download the Betting Pros app because if you have iOS, you get three free days of the premium Betting Pros product, and we've got NBA, NHL, NFL, everything's going on right now. So get a sense of what's going on. Use all the tools. Realize how good they are. Go make some money. Upgrade to premium at bettingpros.com slash premium. But now's an opportunity. So if you haven't already, I don't know what you're waiting for. I know what you're doing with your life. But go ahead, download the app, and then go check out on iOS the three-day premium upgrade that you get for free. Just to check it out and see what all the bells and whistles are. Meanie, you got a lot of bells and whistles. Give us a, a bell and a whistle here for your third pick for week nine. Yeah, the only team uh, that is lower in terms of yards per game than the Giants are the Jets. Uh, and I'm going to back them this week at plus three and a half. Uh, okay. I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I mean, I'm a big believer in the defense. I think we all agree, right? The defense is legit. I mean, they hung around with Kansas City and they almost won that football game. They beat the Eagles. They beat the Bills. They've made those three quarterbacks and Hurts, Mahomes, and Allen look pretty silly at times. I know Robert Sala came and said it. You know, we've made those, those quarterbacks look pretty much like fools. Uh, I like Herbert. I think this Rams team is, or this uh, Chargers team is just overrated. That's it. It's just, they are straight up overrated. Uh, the defense is, is not great at all. They've allowed the third most fantasy points to wide receivers. Garrett Wilson has had a couple decent games. Zach has made some throws over the past couple of weeks. Uh, the highest completion percentage to opposing quarterbacks over 70%, a league high 7.8 yards per, per attempt. Um, yeah, great. The, the charge, the jets, you can run on them, but the chargers, don't really even want to run the football. Joshua Palmer is dealing with a, a knee injury, and if he plays, he's going to have to deal with Sauce Gardner. Uh, so this isn't a, a great spot for him at all, and it's three and a half at home. So we're not asking him to win the football game. We're asking him to continue to play good defense, maybe pick apart the secondary at times 
don't think Zach Wilson's going to have a career day. Uh, <laughs> but just do enough with Brees Hall, who is the training wheels are off, right? Brees Hall's had a couple mm-hmm. really nice moments, you know, through the air last week on the ground a couple weeks before that against the Broncos. So I'm going to back the Jets at home at plus three and a half to keep this as a field goal game. And I just feel like Herbert will struggle in this game, just like all the other great quarterbacks have struggled against this defense. I don't think I've got the cojones to get in on this game, but the Brees Hall over on rushing yards and attempts that I'm in on. It's funny, meaning I would have thought that more people, this would be a little bit more of a 50-50 split. It's not. 65% of the money in on the Jets uh, at home on this plus three and a half. So I guess nobody trusts the Chargers, especially when they're traveling cross country as well. They shouldn't. I mean, at this point, can't, can't trust that I, team. You know, at this point, it's just really hard to do. I mean, and the, the danger is they're coming off a big win last week, right? coming off a dominant performance you're like oh here's the chargers and then you know what's coming next you just know the story you know how it's going to end every single time all right erickson let's go back to you for something else for week nine against the spread over under what do you got going back to the unders the under train continues to roll here the texans and the tampa bay buccaneers under 40 looking at the texans gone under in four of their last five games and that's been when they've played offenses that have averaged less than 20 points per game the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are averaging 17.3 points per game on offense. That ranks 27th in the NFL. Tampa Bay, we also saw them on Thursday night. If you saw any of the graphics, they have a good red zone defense. Just, just so everyone's aware, they have a good red zone defense. We saw it on Thursday night. They still rank number one in red zone defense. Houston's defense ranks seventh best in the red zone. Look at the offenses in the red zone. Houston struggled 26th in conversion rate. Tampa Bay, 28th in conversion rate in the red zone. It's just all of the metrics point to these teams can move the ball between the 20s but when it comes to actually scoring touchdowns like that's probably not going to happen and both teams have shown willingness to run the football at points not too much effectiveness but they still try to run the football so Buccaneers are six and one towards the under the season five straight unders in their last five games so I like the under in this game I also really like the Texans to bounce back at minus two and a half basically when you look at the Buccaneers the only games the Buccaneers have covered this year are games when they've won the turnover margin um, CJ Stroud does not turn the ball over ever. Like he's not pressured. He doesn't throw interceptions and they're not going to win the turnover battle. So I, I like the under here. And I, I really like the Texans as well. At minus two and a half. I don't know if you realize it. You're fading the public pretty hard here too, because it's in the, the mid 70%. The, the public is the over in this game. Oh, the over. <laughs> yeah. Because so. they are, everyone's obsessed with like Stroud. But when you look at when they were going over in their games, it was like a lot of broken plays, got guys right. missing tackles and like long mm-hmm. touchdown plays when that's not really how their offense operates. Like, I think they will throw more against Tampa Bay, um, but I'm, I have no faith that Tampa Bay is going to hold up their end of the bargain in terms of scoring points on their side. Don't forget to make your picks count, everybody, at bettingpros.com slash NFL contest. Or if you just want to dip your toes in the betting water and you don't even you know, have the opportunity in your state to legally do it, this is a great way to pick games, have some fun, and possibly win a Jackson Smith and Jigba jersey. All you have to do is make five picks a week, 100 on the season. But if you say, Joe... It's already November. How can I win the JSN jersey? Well, don't worry. We're giving away weekly prizes, monthly prizes, upgrades to Fantasy Pros, to Betting Pros Premium. We're doing uh, gift cards to our Fantasy Pros and Betting Pros shops. So there's fun stuff out there. Just make picks. Have a good time. Again, bettingpros.com slash NFL contest. Or if you have the BP app, just click on that community tab and drop down and join the NFL contest that way. All right, Meanie, back to you for another pick for week nine in the NFL. 
Let's talk about a good matchup, Buffalo and Cincinnati. Um, I was on the Bengals last week. I thought that the the bye came at the right time for them. You know, you started to see Joe Burrow wasn't really taking any snaps under center like all year. It was like shotgun stuff. Uh, so he was under center, you know, taking some snaps, running a little bit. So the calf looked good. Decent game from T. Higgins, who was dealing with fractured ribs. So, again, I thought the bye came at the right time. They beat the Niners. Now they got the Bills here this week. And what should be a really good game, an emotional game on Sunday Night Football. The last two time these two teams played, of course, Tamar Hamlin went down. So it will be an emotional game. But in that game, I saw Joe Burrow picking apart that Bills defense. And then the game was stopped early on. Then we had the, the rematch in Buffalo when it was snowy weather. And nobody's yep. supposed to go into Buffalo and outplay Josh Allen on the Bills. And Joe Burrow just did that easily pick them apart again I have a lot of questions about this Bills defense I mean losing Matt Milano and losing Tredavious White you know against your Pats last second comeback uh Pat scored the touchdown won the game the week before that against the Giants without like I thought it was a holding call on Waller could have easily lost that game at the end could have easily lost the game last week against the Bucks at the very end as well um you know a mid field hail mary where if godwin turns around uh maybe he catches that one but it's um it's this bills team that i just don't i'm not really feeling them it's defensively have issues last week it was nice to see them spread the ball around it wasn't just it wasn't just digs but mm-hmm. Allen is still careless to me and when he's outside the pocket he's not as accurate i think the bengals can get some pressure move him outside the pocket take care of Diggs as much as they can and and say, prove it. Do it again to Shakir and, and other guys where Joe Burrow just makes the right play, man. He's not as careless. He's not as reckless. I trust him. Bengals at home. So give me Cincinnati on the money line here at minus 115 over at DraftKings. I think that there are reasons to be worried about this Bills defense. And they, I know that Mixon can't, he's not efficient and the O-line still has issues, but if there is a real weakness in this Bills defense, it is stopping the run. The second most yards per carry to opposing running backs as well. So maybe Mixon can bust a run or two, but I like, I like the Bengals at home. I want to thank you, Meanie, for bringing up a good memory for me in that snowy playoff game, because I won a lot of money on the Bengals that day. Oh yeah. I also had shares of the Bengals going to the Super Bowl uh, that I cashed out of that day too. So it was just like, let's just go. Oh, that was a good day. I need a, mm. and I made money last week on the Bengals. I love the Bengals. The Bengals oh, are a yeah. that keeps on giving. And I did this in my video this week too. They are a plus 350 to win this division. It was Love plus it. 500 a couple weeks ago. I told everybody, bet it at plus 500 when they were in the bottom of the tier. I said, this is the last time you're going to see this number. If they rattle off a couple wins and if they beat San Fran off that buy, forget it. And there you go. And now it's 350. If they win this week and beat Buffalo, guess what? That number is going to be 200 probably. So be careful. Now's the time to get in on the Bengals. All right, Erickson, who are you in on week nine? What's next for you? Going to my New England Patriots. Minus three against the Washington Commanders, who are, look a little bit different on defense now they traded away their two best pass rushers who are no longer going to be on the defensive line. I think that the uh, Commanders are packing things up, looking ahead to 2024. I, I think that's going to reflect on how the players play. I really think that they're going to get a down game from Sam Howell, from kind of everybody. And we look at their how Howell's played. It's been an up and down roller coaster. Like one week he does what he did last week against the Eagles is amazing. And the next week he faces like a Giants team and can't do anything on offense. So considering he's coming off a good game, all right, embrace for the bad game to happen here on the road against Bill Belichick and his defense. Like, it, is there anyone going to be surprised if we look up and like, oh, wow, Howell sacked six times, throws three picks against the Patriots defense? Like, no one's going to be surprised when that happens. So I like the Patriots here at home. The commanders have arguably the worst defense in the NFL. They had arguably the worst defense in the NFL entering the game. 
And then they traded away their two best players on the defensive line. So Mac Jones tends to perform much better. He's horrible as an underdog, like absolutely atrocious. But when they're favored, Mac Jones plays much better. Like the Patriots usually win these types of games, especially when they're facing inferior quarterbacks. They did this last year, even when their defense was playing up and down, even when Mac Jones wasn't playing that well. So I like the Patriots here in this spot. Again, outside that Saints game, they've played much better at home, especially offensively. They beat the Bills a couple of weeks ago because they play better on offense. I think they're going to get a good offensive performance just because of how bad the commanders are on defense. So I like the Patriots here. And as a side note, my uh, fiance is going to be going to this game. Uh-huh. My fiance goes to Patriots games and they destroy everyone that they play. And, and she's always like, these games aren't even fun <laughs> to watch. Like, are, are you all going? They do, all or is she they going do without is, you? No, I'm going to be working. So I'm going to be watching the game. But every time she goes to games, they annihilate whoever they play. And it's like, she, I'm like, how do you do this? Like, how does it every time you go, they just destroy. And it's like, it's boat race. It's it's not like, oh, it's a close game. And she's like, these games aren't even fun to go to. Like, should I come home in the fourth quarter? That's like, fun. come on. So the, the fact that it's the commanders, <laughs> I, I think this could get ugly, honestly. So well, I'm going Patriots. I guess here's a big question. If we knew this, why did we not get her season tickets as Patriot fans <laughs> to open the season? Because it's been pretty brutal, Erickson. It's been pretty brutal. <laughs> Good call. Well, that's why we're centered this week. We need uh, a big it's win. It's a little late for that. It's November. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you right. should be looking ahead to 2024 as well but i agree i wonder would you guys start mac jones is that too risky out of all the poor quarterbacks that have played i look at washington oh fourth most yards fourth most passing yards second most fantasy points to quarterbacks second most fantasy points to wide receivers third and yards super flex do you have the a choice this week touchdowns. think about it I mean, think about all these quarterbacks yeah. that are gone or on by or hurt i mean he, mac jones is starting in super flex leagues this week like, whether Definitely. you like it or not the mac jones demario douglas three touchdown stack is going oh, to be let's go, let's go. It's gonna be i'm great. here for that too there you go i just picked him up in a couple leagues this week all right back to the betting stuff let's get one more from you Mini. what do you have here for the people I got an under as well. I'm uh, going to take the under 44 and a half in the Baltimore and Seattle game. Using the prop shop, I see a couple 43s, even a 42. So this is at Fandle at 44 and a half at minus 115. Uh, I, it, just a lot of respect for the Ravens. I like the Bengals called Joe. I like to get on them. And as a sprinkle, I think that they're, we see a lot of just they're healthy at the time and some just desperation maybe in their game but this ravens well, they defense do this every is, year meanie they do they start it every, up year, yeah. every start single up year and then they they hit the ground running by you know by halloween and the next thing you know yeah. they're a favorite for the afc again it's crazy they're they're gonna need seattle to try to pull off an upset i, I don't know if i'm fully there uh p carroll gets his guys playing but it's mostly about the defense here i mean the second fewest yards allowed the fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks 4.6 yards per attempt i mean that is top notch uh and the third fewest passing yards overall only five passing touchdowns which is the second best mark in football i guess uh the best mark would be erickson's texans there now that i know he's a texans guy uh number one in dvoa defense number one against the pass and seattle pretty good too like they're top 10 in total dvoa they're good uh, against the run game, fourth fewest yards per carry, uh, top 10 in terms of allowing the fewest rushing yards allowed to the position as well. So I think that this is going to be an offensive struggle for both squads. I think both defenses have shown us a lot. Witherspoon's making some plays in the secondary as well. <laughs> yes. uh, Jamal Adams up against uh, Flowers would be a nice matchup. So good players on both sides uh, taking the under 44 and a half here. Erickson, one more from you for week nine in the NFL. What do you have? All right, so same game, um, but I'm back in the Ravens. Five and a half point favorites at home that you can get that line still. Look, Baltimore, we talked about them last week and how they tend to play to the level of their competition. 
No, they play Arizona. And you look up and you're like, why is this a close game? Like, we clearly know the Ravens are the better team, but they keep it close. And they don't even cover because they give up that stupid touchdown to Trey McBride at the end of the game. So it's like super frustrating because they do this all the time. But now they're playing a team that's coming in that is in first place in their division. Like the Ravens are going to be ready to go against the Seattle Seahawks because this is an, a team that you can mess around with because they'll make you pay. Just because look at the Ravens. Cover their last five of six games against teams with a winning record. It just goes to show, like, when they play teams that are good, that are viewed as good opponents in the win-loss record, they show up. But when it's teams that are, like, bad, they're like, oh, well, we'll kind of just show up and we'll see what happens, blah, blah, blah. And then they end up not covering or even losing outright in some spots. But at home, I think they can take care of business again, like they did against the Lions. I'm getting a lot of Lions vibes from this particular matchup where we're kind of expecting to be a little bit more back and forth. But I think the Ravens ultimately are the better team on offense, on defense. And I do think that Seattle's defense is a little overrated, just kind of based on who they have played. I think that the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, because when Lamar puts on the Superman cape, no one can stop him. And I think we're going to see that here at home on Sunday. So I like the Ravens at minus five and a half. 69 points for them in the last two games, too. So maybe this uh, this new offense is finally uh, getting on track here. Uh, Meanie. Great stuff, as always. Great to have you on the program. But before I let you go, my confidence pick of the week, it's very confident. It's your Philadelphia Eagles, who I don't. not only do I like them at the three, I tease that bad boy up to five and a half to get into plus money because I think they are going to kick the ever-loving you-know-what out of the Dallas Cowboys because everybody, oh, the Cowboys, look what the Cowboys did. The Cowboys are back. They're such a public team. Everybody thinks this is going to be this like barn burner kind of matchup. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that the Cowboys have the mental and emotional fortitude to go into Philadelphia and win this football game or <laughs> compete. I That's where I am. Now, I might be wrong. If I am wrong, I will eat the L. I will eat it all on Monday morning show. I always do. But Meany, I got to ask you as an Eagles fan, are you as confident as I am that they're going to handle their business this week? I, I'm, I don't know if I'm as confident. I'm a pretty pessimistic fan. Uh, but, you know, Dak has owned this division, but I look at Dak overall in his career and when he's up against tough defenses or he's on the road, he does tend to struggle. And the difference I think between these two teams is that Philly can beat you anyway that, you know, whether it's some defensive plays, the ground game, AJ Brown can't be stopped at the moment. Jalen hurts. I think that the Eagles will have success running the football. And I just don't think Dallas will. I mean, Tony Pollard has not been great this season. He's got one game with a touchdown that happened in week one. He's got one game with over 72 rushing yards. The Eagles are allowing 63 rushing yards per game, like 10 fantasy points per game to the running back position. I think Dak is going to, is going to sling it. And that's not always the recipe for success when it comes to the Cowboys having Dak chuck the ball 40 plus times. So I think the Eagles win the game and Dallas will get them back, you know, in Dallas and, you know, in a couple weeks, but uh, it sounds like there's going to be a lot of win there. And I think Dallas will have to have to figure out that ground game to, to get going. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I told you already bet it or it up. It's on my video. Go check it out over at betting pros, YouTube, <laughs> uh, meanie great stuff. I'm rooting for your Eagles. Cause I've invested in them. Also. I love that brotherly shove counterplay last week. Oh, that was a great play design. <laughs> Just constantly jamming that ball down people's throats. And then you run that little outside to, to swift. Oh, so good. I was hoping so they'd good. save that one. I did see them try it earlier in the year against the jets and they, there was a penalty on the play and they were, I think they were up in that game. It was, no, don't say where they're up make I'm like make, save make that one for what it everything. really matters but no yeah. make everyone defend everything it's it it's a disaster it's it great be I love it. at the moment it's pretty crazy follow him on x over at chris meanie check out mean streets over at ftn he's the best uh that'll do it for us but the story of the game goes on for chris and andrew erickson i'm joey p we'll see you next time kids enjoy week nine
Thanks for listening to the Betting Pros Podcast. Follow us on X and TikTok at Betting Pros and Instagram at Betting Pros NFL. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash bettingpros.